Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Seerah, and much more. Alhamdulillah, Nahmadu, and Astainu, and Astaghfiru, Walok Minubihi, and Atawakalu Ali, and Auda Billah, him in Shururi and Fusina, Women Sayya Ate Amalina, Mayahdi Allah, Fala, Mudilla, Wamayudil, Fala, Hadiella, Wanashadu, and La Ilaha, Illallah, Wahdahula Shari Kala, Wanashadu, and Muhammadan Abduhu, or Sulu, Arsalahu, Bashiram, Wanadira, Baina Yadai Saati, Mayuti Allah, or Sula. فقد رشد واهتدى ومن يعصيهما فإنه قد غوى وإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا إن خير الحديث كتاب الله وخير الحدي حدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وإن خير الأمور عوازمها وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدع وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه الكريم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون وقال سبحانه وتعالى في مكان ثاني يا أيها الذين آمنوا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله قولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطيع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما صدق الله العظيم Today while I'm standing here given the khutbah today is the yawm arafah the day which is right before the yawm nahr and this is the day on which Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam delivered one of the most important khutbahs or the sermons that was delivered to the mankind. And this is the very same day when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed the last ayah of the Qur'an as many of the scholars agreed on. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, الْيَوْمَ يَئِسَ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا مِن دِينِكُمْ فَلَا تَخْشَوْهُمْ وَخْشَوْنِي الْيَوْمَ أَكْمَلْتُ لَكُمْ دِينَكُمْ وَتَمَمْتُ عَلَيْكُمْ نِعْمَتِي وَرَدِيتُ لَكُمْ الْإِسْلَامَ دِينًا Allah Azza wa Jal in this ayah, in Surah Al-Ma'idah, mentions the meaning of the ayah is this day, those who disbelieve have despaired of your deen. So fear them not, but fear me, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This day I have perfected your deen and completed my favors upon you and have proved for you Islam as the deen. And there are many authentic reports regarding this ayah regarding as the last ayah that was revealed to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and the impact that Umar al-Khattab radiallahu an had when he heard this surah or this ayah and when he heard this ayah Umar al-Khattab radiallahu an he started crying and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said what makes you cry and he said, 
What made me cry is that our religion is being perfected for us. Now it is perfect. Nothing is perfect, but it is bound to deteriorate. And Rasulullah says, Sadaqta, meaning that you have said the truth. And there are other reports with regards to the same ayah. One time a Yahudi came and he said, there is one ayah that was, that was revealed to us. By all the, the, he said that this, uh, one, this one ayah that all you Muslims they read. And had it been revealed to us, we would have taken that day on which it was revealed as a day of celebration. And Omar said, by Allah, I know when and where this was revealed. And where Muhammad wasallam was at that time. It was the day of the Arafah. And I was at Arafah by Allah. And as we know from the other reports, that day of Arafah when Rasulullah delivered that khutbah, the last khutbah. That's the same day, it was a Friday as well, like today we have the Yom Arafah on the Friday. So the Yom Arafah is more blessed because of it's on the, on the day of the Friday. Unfortunately, for some of the people, they think of it, this is a misunderstanding out there. They think of it this as a, as a Hajj al-Akbar if the Yom Arafah falls on Friday. While the Hajj al-Akbar is all the Hajj are considered as the Hajj al-Akbar. And the Yom al-Nahar is the one that referred as the Hajj al-Akbar. So it has nothing to do with falling on the Friday. And other fuqaha, they say that the Umrah, which is a smaller of a Hajj, is Hajj al-Asghar, while when we perform the Hajj in the month of Dhul-Hijjah, which is the specific days, that we are supposed to perform the Hajj is called Hajj Akbar. Anyways, that's not my discussion today. I like to talk about the subject and inshallah try to fit it within the time frame we have. So I will talk about the Hajj, the, the khutbah that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa himself delivered on the Yawm Arafah. And that would be the subject of today's khutbah inshallah. And I'll try to break it down into 10 points, the khutbah. So we can remember those 10 points inshallah because this is very important to remember this khutbah. And the khutbah starts like this. That Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned in one of the hadith reported, it says, O people, lend me an attentive ear for I know not whether after this year I shall ever be amongst you again. Therefore, listen to what I am saying to you very carefully. And take these words to those who could not be present here today. Subhanallah, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was delivering the khutbah with this in mind. There may not be another hajj that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will perform. And he was not able to because Allah azza wa took him back before the next hajj. In the next three months Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa passed away. And he also mentioned which applies to us today. So when we listen to the khutbah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we have to always remember... What applies to me today in this khutbah? As Rasulullah said, that take this message to the people who are not here. So that very same message applies to us to carry this da'wah of Rasulullah the call towards Islam to the people who have not heard the call of Islam. And it's an obligation on us. And Rasulullah says, People, just as you regard this month, this day, this city as sacred, so regard the life and the property of every Muslim as sacred trust. 
Return the, go- the goods entrusted to you to their rightful owner. Hurt no one so that no one may hurt you. Subhanallah. That sets up the grounds for us to have the relationship that we have to have with all the other Muslims. And the way Rasulullah wasallam summed this khutbah up, what we see one of the things is, as Rasulullah said in the beginning, that there may not be another hajj that Rasulullah will be performing, or there will not be another Arafah that he'll be standing and delivering the khutbah. So he summed it up all the most important aspects that a Muslim must need. And this is what we do all the time. Anyone who thinks of himself that now probably his time is over. So he will talk about all the things which are most important that need to be taken from him must be delivered to the people around him. And that's what Rasulullah was doing. And we know that Rasulullah while he was making another time when he was making the tawaf of the Kaaba. And he said to the, towards the Taba, ma atyabaki wa thiyaba rihaki, ma adamaki wa adama hurmatak. Walladi nafsu Muhammad biyadi, la hurmatul mu'min adamu indullahi, hurmatam mink, malihi wa demihi wa nadunu ibihi illa khaira. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa says, How pure you are, how pure is your fragrance, how great you are, talking to the Kaaba. And then says, By one in whose hand is the soul of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The sanctity of the believer is greater to Allah than your sanctity in his wealth, in his life, and to assume nothing of him but good. That's what Rasulullah talked about the blood of a Muslim, how sacred the blood of the Muslim is. Even it is more sacred than another hadith talks about the destruction of the Kaaba and the surroundings of the Kaaba as well. This is how sacred the blood of a Muslim is. Then it goes on, Rasulullah said, remember that you will indeed meet your Rabb and that he will indeed reckon you, your deeds. Allah has forbidden you to take riba. Therefore, all riba obligations shall henceforth be waived. Your capital, however, is your, be talking about the original capital. You will neither inflict nor suffer any inequity. Allah has judged that there shall be no riba, and all the riba due to Abbas bin Abdul Muttalib shall henceforth be waived. Rasulullah reminding another key aspect of our lives that impacts the life. And today we can see the reality. The whole economic system in the world is built on riba, built on fake virtual money. It has been broken away from the gold and silver. And we can see the inflation, each and every one of us here feels the inflation. And that can be taken away only when we return back to Allah Azza wa Jal. When we put this kind of a transactions of riba where it belongs, which is the garbage, and go back to the gold and silver currency that we've been commanded for. And for the riba, just to remind ourselves, it is important to take this message that Rasulullah even mentioned in the last khutbah in the, 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 at the Arafah. That it is a key thing to remember that it is one of the, grave, one of the gravest sins about which Rasulullah said, A riba sab'oona huban aysaruha ayyantiha rajulu ummah. The riba has 70 branches. And the lowest of those 70 branches 
is as if a person is committing intercourse with his mother. That's the lowest of dealing with the riba. Another hadith Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam talks about la riba wa mukilahu wa katibahu wa shahidi. That's this is hadith is reported by Jabir that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam cursed the one who gives the riba, what takes the riba, the one who writes the contracts, and the one who the two people who are the witnesses for the riba contract. And Rasulullah says, Hum sawa, and they are all equal in their sin. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from this la'na. Then Rasulullah said, Beware of shaitan for the safety of your deen. He has lost all hope that he will ever able to lead you astray in big things. So beware of following him in small things. Let's not be the one who thinks that small things are okay to do it. And continue to pile up the small things. Those very small things, when people become used to it, they become, they become uh, 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 in a way that it's become, become easier for them to do the major sins as well. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, And enter into the deen of Islam completely. And do not follow the footsteps of the shaitan, and he is a clear enemy of yours. Then in the khutbah, Rasulullah says, people, it is true that you have certain rights with regard to your women, but they also have rights over you. Remember that you have taken them as your wives only under a trust from Allah Azza wa and with his permission. If they abide by your right, then, do that, that, that to them belongs the right to be fed and the clothed in kindness. Do treat your women well and be kind to them for they are your partners and committed helpers. And it is your right that they do not make friends with any one of whom you do not approve as well as never to be unchaste. Today, the whole world is calling for women rights, feminism and all that stuff. Forgetting that all those rights have to come from the creator of the heavens and the earth. And because of that, all these women rights and feminist organization and the, uh, 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 all these uh, 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 groups, what they're calling for is at the end of the day, they are calling for women to become like men. Because they think of as men is the standard that all the women should be like. Instead of thinking what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given the rights to the men and the women, they are two different creations of Allah azza wa jal. They have their own rights, dues from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he is the only one who knows what is good for us and what is bad for us. Hence, we have to return back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not to these kinds of man-made rules and regulations for men or women. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the hadith continues on about the khutbah. People listen to me in earnest worship, in earnest worship Allah, perform your five daily prayers, fast during the month of Ramadan, and offer zakah, perform hajj if you have the means. As the hadith, and the hadith of Rasulullah talks about, these are the pillars of Islam. Without that, we will have no Islam. So we have to follow these pillars of Islam. As the hadith says, Bunni al-Islamu ala khams, shahadi an la ilaha illallah, wa anna muhammad abduhu wa rasuluh, wa iqam salah wa ata'i zakah, wa al-hajji, wa sawmi wa ramadan. So these are the five pillars. And then hadith goes on, all mankind is from Adam and Hawa. And Arab has no superiority over non-Arab. Arab has no superiority over Ajam. Nor does uh, Ajam have any superiority over an Arab. While uh, white has no superiority over black, nor a black have any superiority over white. Except by piety and good action. 
And this can be summed up as Malcolm X, Malik al-Shabazz. He said in his autobiography, America needs to understand Islam because this is the one religion that erases from a society the race problem. Today, not only United States, but the whole world needs Islam again. Whole world needs Islam again. Then it says, Rasulullah said, Learn that every Muslim is a brother to every Muslim, and that Muslims constitute one brotherhood. Nothing shall be legitimate to a Muslim which belongs to a fellow Muslim, unless it was given freely and willingly. Do not therefore do injustice to yourself. And this can be summed up by the by the ayah from Allah Azza wa Jal, إِنَّمَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ الْإِخْوَةِ فَاسْلِحُوا بَيْنَا خَوَيْكُمْ وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهِ لَعَلَّكُمْ تُرْحَمُونَ The believers are nothing to each other but the brotherhood. So make reconciliation between your brothers and fear Allah that you may receive mercy. And we know that Rasulullah has commanded us another place also about the brotherhood. That Al-Muslimu Akhu Al-Muslim a brother, Muslim is a brother of a Muslim. La yakhzalu wa la yadlimu. That he does not betray him. He does not give it up to him. And he does not oppress him. Then Rasulullah Sallallahu says, Remember one day, you will appear before Allah and answer for your deeds. So beware, do not stray from the path of righteous after I am gone. Rasulullah Sallallahu is now summing it up. Everything back to, that we are all going to return back to Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala. So keep that in mind all the time. That we are all going to taste death. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, كُلُّ نَفْسٍ ذَائِقَةُ الْمَوْتِ وَإِنَّمَا تُوَفَّوْنَا أُجُورَكُمْ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ فَمَنْ زُحْزِحَ عَنِ النَّارِ وَأُدْخِلَ الْجَنَّةِ وَقَدْ فَاز وَمَا الْحَيَاةُ الدُّنْيَا إِلَّا مَتَعَوْ الْغُرُورِ That everyone shall taste death. And only on the day of resurrection that you will get all the wages, whatever you have done in this dunya, you will get a recompensement from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And whosoever is able to protect himself from the hellfire and enter into Jannah, he is the one who is victorious. And this dunya is nothing but a deception. Then the hadith goes on of the last sermon of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa People, no prophet or apostle will come after me and no new faith will be born. Reason why, well therefore, O people, and understand words which I convey to you. I believe, I leave behind me two things, the Qur'an and my example, the Sunnah. And if you follow these, you will never go astray. So Allah Sallallahu Wasallam made it clear to us, the only way, there will be no more revelation after Muhammad Sallallahu There is no more messenger after Muhammad Sallallahu There is nothing... The deen has been completed and there's nothing can be added, nothing can be taken away. And we've been commanded to be successful by only we can be, get the success by following the Quran and the Sunnah. As Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Rasulullah says, Follow Allah and His Messenger and the one who are over you in authority from among you, the Muslimin, the one who rule by the commands of Allah Azza wa Jal. And if you disagree, if you have any kind of disagreement, then return back to Allah and His Messenger. 
And the last thing Rasulullah reminded us of, and inshallah, we'll close the khutbah with that. Rasulullah said, All those who listen to me shall pass on my words to the others. And those to others again. And if it may be that the last ones understand my words better than those who listen to me directly. By my wit- be my witness, O Allah, that I have conveyed your message to your people. And we know that for sure Rasulullah he conveyed the message in the best possible manner anybody could have conveyed to us. Now it is up to us. Because Rasulullah left this message, left the deen of Islam for us now to carry this message to the rest of the mankind as Allah says, وَكَذَلِكَ جَعَلْنَاكُمْ أُمَّةٌ وَسَتَى لِتَكُونُوا شُحَدَىٰ عَلَى النَّاسِ وَيَكُونُوا رَسُولُ عَلَيْكُمْ شَهِيدًا That we have made you Muslims real uh, the, the, the believers that the, the ummatun wasata, the best ummah, and you are the witnesses over the people, and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was a witness over you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment, and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about IslamPodcast.com.